Welcome to Axios Church Online. We're so excited you had joined us here on our online campus. We hope this message encouraged you and uplift you throughout your week. Enjoy this message. To the three fathers to the left, amen. Happy Father's Day, everyone. We honor your presence this morning. Listen, like Pastor Ryan said, we just came off a series on the blessed life. So um, today, even though it's Father's Day, I'm ready to preach. I haven't preached in a, in a month. Really? I mean, I'm preaching, teach, but we're preaching today, okay? Because um, I believe that God has a word for each and every one of us. This message might seem a little bit biased towards the men, but I'm here to tell you, women, you can get something from this as well. Be, but I want to speak a little bit specifically to the men because I believe that the enemy is trying to uh, attack men in different ways in our culture. But uh, don't, so women, don't, don't snooze off, you know, don't get on your phones. This is for all of us. It's the principles that we can attract to as God calls us to, um, to, to be the men of the house, the men of the house. Today, I want the message series, or the message for today is called, put it up there, bring the action, bring the action. So men... We love a good dad jokes. You know, dad jokes. You know, you know those dads where, you know, they're, everything's going great, and then they just bring the most corniest dad's joke, okay? I love dad's joke, okay? Because I'm going to tell you something right now. Okay, you ready for this? All right. What do you call a well-balanced horse? Stable, all right? You got to laugh with me, all right? We're, we're not saying Why does Cinderella, why was Cinderella so bad at soccer? She kept running away from the ball. All right, that's another one. How about this? Uh, what, do you, what do lawyers wear in court? Lawsuits. All right. What do elves learn in school? Alphabet. All right. One, one, one more, one more, one more, because you're not laughing that much, right? What did Forrest Gump, what was Forrest Gump's password? One Forrest One. All right, that, that, that's, that's, a, that's a good one. All right. We love a good dad joke. All right, one more. What do you call cheese that is not yours? Nacho cheese, all right, uh, we love a good dad joke. Another thing that dads like is action movies, action movies, all right? One of my favorite movies is 300, yes. this yes. is Sparta, <laughs> Die Hard, Gladiator, yeah. Braveheart, Black Hawk Down, The Dark Knight, and any comic movie there's out there, all right? We just love it because it's full of action, jam-packed action. There's some people that like WWE wrestling. Don't tell me that it's fake. It is real. It's real. It's real. We're preaching today. We love men. Us dads, we love sports when it's playoff season. We don't watch a lick of basketball until the playoffs, and we think we're professional uh, analysts of basketball right away. I didn't watch one basketball game all season, but when the Knicks went into the playoffs, I knew everything about the Knicks, all right? You just got to watch SportsCenter for a good hour, and then you are a professional because you like the action. I don't watch baseball one bit, but when it comes to the World Series... We're watching it, right? I don't know what it is. It's because it's action, action, action. I don't watch one lick of professional soccer at all. But when the World Cup comes, 
I'm messy. I'm all of them. I, I am a professional sports analyst because we like the action because it's something different when in the playoffs, you know, it's just a different kind of action. Because we love action. We love excitement, the push for more, the Cinderella story. We love it all. And today I want to talk clearly to all of us, but men a little bit specifically. Are you a man of action? Because there's an epidemic going on in our world right now that is killing the men and putting them not, the enemy is trying to kill action and substituting with just words. It's trying to tell us to say a lot of things, but no action behind it. And there's a difference between being a person of words and being a person of action. And it happens, especially with men, the enemy is trying to shut our voice down because he wants us to be all about the talk and no action. There is the enemy's trying, especially with generation of men, to just make us settle in idle words and not relevant action in our lives. And it's been going on for years because the enemy knows if he can take you away from doing something that is right and just talking about it, there, that inaction is no action. Words are just words and there's no action behind it. There's nothing going to happen. See, that's, this is, the enemy has been fighting men for forever. We see in prison raids and so many other things that if you can strip the father figure out, a lot of things start crumbling down. If, you can, if, the, if the father figure is in action, a lot of things come crumbling down. Can I get an amen? amen? And the enemy knows that from the beginning, Adam and Eve... Adam needed Eve, but Eve needed Adam as well. And what culture wants us to know and wants us to act in is just this word lettuce, (laughs) this word garbage, but no action behind it. Oh, I stand for this, but what are you doing about it? We have a lot of people that are talking, but what are we doing about it? And I truly believe that God wants us to be people of action. Not only men, women, everyone, people of action. We do what we say and we stand by that. Let's go James chapter 2, verse 14 and 17. It says, what good is it, my brother, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister poorly clothed or lacking in daily food, and one of, one of you say to them, go in peace, be warm and filled, without giving them things needed for their body, what good is that? So that faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Basically, he was telling this concept of like, you see a homeless person right there, and you say, hey, and, is, and they're cold, you say, hey, be warm. <laughs> but he says that we need to be people to clothe them, to help them. Words without action is pointless. We need to be people of action. Let's go to James chapter 1, 
verse 23 and 25 says, For if anyone is hearers of the word and not doers, he is like a man who looks intently in the natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at, at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into a perfect law and the law of liberty and perseveres, being no hearers who forgets, but doers who act, he will be blessed in his doings. It's better to be well done than it's to be well said. It's better to be a person to be, hey, that was well done than well sent, said. You see, in the Bible, there's David had these mighty men, like some of the most uh, vicious warriors. And they, I mean, literally, David called these people his mighty men. And if you go here in the second in second Samuel, he starts naming all these men and um, the characteristics that they had and the accolades they did and all these things. He was pinpointing. All these people, these were powerful men, respected men, the cream of the crop. There was those men that stood out not only for what they did, but mighty men for what they were continuing to do. And there was one account of a man. His name was Benaniah. And this, and this is the, his account that, he, that David gives about this person. He was a person of action. Let's go to 2 Samuel chapter 23, verse 23 and 20 and 23. Benaniah. A, a, villain, a, a valiant um, fighter from Zebzel performed great um, exploits. He, sorry, he struck down a uh, he struck down Moab, two mighty warriors. Moab, two mightiest warriors. He also went down into a pit on a snowy day and killed a lion, and he struck down a huge Egyptian. Although the Egyptian had a spear in his hand, Benaniah went against him with a club. He snatched the spear from the Egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear. Such was the exploits of Benaniah. He too was a famous as the three mighty warriors. He was held in great honor than than any of the 30, but he was not included among the three. But David put him in charge of his bodyguards. This man was a man of action and not just words. If you read this account, I mean, it was full of action, killing, going crazy, and just uh, just snatching everything and just going crazy on people. He was a man of action. But I want you to see three things that he did that I want all of us to know as we are living in this game. Do you understand that, that, that times are going to get worse than what they are now? And and if any time, we need to know that we need to be people of action. There's going to be times where we have to go and do and not just sit back and criticize. Or not just sit back and just say, oh, oh they should have done this wrong. What are you doing about it? We need to be people of action. We need to see what Benaniah did in this, in this moment. Number one, he did this. He struck down. He struck down. He said that they went and there was these mighty Moab um, warriors and he struck them down we need to strike down things that are trying to bring us down 
We need to strike down things that are bringing us down. There are some big and some mighty things that are ahead of us that if we are going to be people of action, we need to strike down before it comes and attacks us. I'm going to tell on me real fast, two things, my two mighty Moab, uh, mighty warriors that are trying to attack me down is number one, comparison, and number one, shame and guilt. It tries to plague me each and every day. I look at other people's stuff and I, why am I not like that? Why are God's not blessing me this way? And I compare my story and it, and, it, and it takes my defense down. It makes me feel bad about myself. And I'm like, God, why? And he's like, hey, I made you better than that. I created a story for you. How about shame and guilt? Oh, man, back then I did this and I did that. Anybody deal with shame and guilt in your life? These are mighty things that are trying to strike us down when we are trying to be mighty warriors for Christ. We're trying to be men and women that have action. You have to be aware of the things that are trying to strike you down so you can defeat them with the power of God. But if you don't identify them, they're always going to take you down. Some of us don't want to identify the things that are striking us down. It's because we don't want to face the, the, the things that are in front of us. We don't want to face those demons. We don't want to face those addictions. So we rather put them aside. Nobody knows about them, but I'm here to tell you that they are taking away your power to fight. They're taking your, 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 your ability to have action in your life. You said to yourself one time, oh, I'll get to it one day. Well, nobody knows. See, these are just words that are not doing anything for you. Men and women, we have to be people to say, there are things that are trying to attack my purpose. There's trying to things that are trying to attack my soul. I'm going to stand up and be who God's. Do you know that the same power that rose Jesus from the dead lives in you? You are not this person that God looks at is like, oh, little bitty good. No, no, no. He looks at you and say, hey, I need you to fight. I need you to fight for your family. I need you to fight for your kids. I need you to fight. I need you to get up and strike down the things that are trying to take you out. It didn't say, it didn't say Ben and I looked at the, the, the Moab uh, warrior and said, oh, man, he's tough. It said he went and he killed. He went and he killed. He was a person of action. But some of us are, we look, oh, but it feels good. And we compromise our power for a moment of satisfaction. But I'm here to tell you that is killing the warrior on the inside of you. God has called us to strike down what is trying to kill us. We need to be people of action. People of action. We need to strike down things that are trying to take us out. Another, another one we see that Benaniah did is number two. And I love this one. It said he went after he went after so there's a story ben i just chilling one day i mean he's just going out just being the worries I'm, I'm just ben I, i'm the guy you know and he said it says that on a snowy day on a snowy day he saw a lion in a pit and it said and they said he went after the lion in the pit and killed him i don't know about you but if I see a frog in a pit, I ain't going in that pit. 
If I see a little bit dog, I don't know what that dog can do. I'm not going in the pit. But Ben and I, being the person he is, a person of action, he said, before the lion comes out of the pit and attacks me, I'm going to go after the lion and attack it, even in a vulnerable position. Some of you are waiting for the lion to pop out. It's too late. It's too late. When he's right there, what are you going to do? So the question I ask, what is the lion in your pit that you have that you see coming, but you're not willing to go after? I was just waiting for it because I could see it. Just waiting. Because then we say, well, it's because I was born in this environment that I was. So many things you can give an excuse to. Ben and I could have been like, hey, it's snowing out here. If I go in the pit, I might slide. And there was many excuses that Ben and I could have to not go after the lion. But what did it say? It said he looked at it and we went after it and killed it before it killed him. There might be some sin issues that you might dealt with years back that is in a pit that you try to hide away, and if you don't attack it, it eventually would attack you. This is, this is the worst Father's Day message ever. But I'm here to tell you, we need men and women to stop patty-caking with sin and start living by the word. And saying, I know that the enemy is trying to kill, steal, and destroy my life. And I'm not going to just sit back and wait. I'm going to be on the I'm gonna be on the defense. And I'm going to, whatever I see that is, that is hindering, that little anger can become something else. And that little something else can be something else. And you find yourself in a pit with a lion that is devouring you because you were not willing to deal with it when it was just a little shadow in a pit. We have to be people of action. Stop letting excuses get in the way from us being living free. There can be so many excuses that you can, that you can put in front of your freedom. But the reality is, do you want to be free? And to be free, there has to be action to it. We have to make a decision to every day pick up your cross daily and follow him. You have to deny your flesh daily. This is what he was. He was a man of action. Benaniah said, before it came to me, I'm going to it. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and, 4 and 5, it says, for the, weapons of, for the weapons of our warfare are not flesh, but are divine powers to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion against God in the knowledge of God and take it captive to the obedience of God. We have the power to go in the pit and kill what's trying to kill us. So what is your lion? Be honest with yourself. What is the thing that is lurking in the background that you really don't want to face? And I'm here to tell you, go after it. Go after it. Kill it before it kills you. Why? Men, your family is more important than the lion. Your career is more important than the lion. 
you have to be a man of integrity. We have to be people that are not just talking and we have to be about it. We have to go after it. You can't play with the lion. You have to kill it. Kill it. So what does that mean? Practical things. That means if you struggle with something that you're watching, maybe don't watch it or put it outside of your room. That means if you struggle with drinking or something like that, listen, we can go through theological things about drinking, but I'm here to tell you, you know when it's it's, it's too much. Maybe you need accountability or maybe you need to just take it out of your house. Oh, but it's not a sin. I understand that, but it's a sin for you. And you can't handle it. I'm I'm just going to be honest. Some of you, you can't handle it. So if you can't handle it, put it away. Me, I can't handle Doritos. Because if I see a bag of Doritos or Oreos, it doesn't matter if I'm on a diet or anything like that. There's a demon of Oreos that just jump on me. So guess what? Eat ain't coming to my house. But something so simple as an Oreo... We have, to go to the, we have to go to the grocery store and pass the Oreo aisle, and we make a choice to pay for the thing that is trying to hinder us. I know. I'm here to tell you that you have to make intentional. It ain't just going to happen. You can't just throw Bible scriptures at it sometimes. Sometimes it got to be practical things that you do because we're grown-ups and we're men of action, we're women of action, and we have to make sure that the lion doesn't devour what is so true to us. Number three, and I love this one, it said that he also went and he snatched it. My man went on snatching season real fast. He not only went into the lion... And devoured it. He said there was this Egyptian with a spear trying to kill him. And he went after the Egyptian and just snatched that spear. <laughs> just snatched it. Uh, g- g- come here, Ryan. Give me that water bottle. Bring, bring the water bottle. Okay, come here. Come on. We're going to do a little illustration real fast. Hold the water. There's a difference. Hold it. I'm not going to drink it. Go now. There's a difference between, hey, can I grab the water bottle? Or, give me that water bottle. You know, or like, hey, can I have a little bit of water? Thank you. Grabbing. And I need some water. Give me that thing. There's a difference between grabbing and snatching and catching. It said, it didn't say that he went after the Egyptian and said, hey, please, can I have the spear? It didn't say he went up there and spooked him and grabbed the spear. It said that he went up to the Egyptian and he snatched it. He snatched it. I need you to see this in the spiritual realm. There, there, the enemy has tried to kill your joy. It's time to snatch that thing back. It, 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 the, the enemy's trying to steal your health and you're just babying. No, no, no. It's time to snatch that thing back. 
it's time to, there's a different kind of violence when it comes to snatching. We need to stop being so like, hey, the enemy, you know, I'm just in depression right now. I understand. I'm not coming down. But I'm here to tell you, you need to snatch that joy back. That the joy of the Lord is your strength. You have to look at the enemy and say, hey, enough is enough. I'm going to snatch my peace back. I'm going to snatch my hope back. I'm going to snatch my future back. I'm going to snatch my family back. I'm going to snatch my finances back. I'm going to snatch my kids back. My marriage is holy. I'm going to snatch that thing back. You got to get mad. We are too nice with the enemy. You think he's going to kill, steal, and destroy you. He ain't nice to you. You will not have my family. You will not have my mind. You have, to, you have to fight. You have to snatch these things back from the grips of the enemy. We have to be a people of action. No more being passive or timid. We have to bring, we have to snatch our power back. Fellas, that means if your marriage is in the rocks right now, you are the one that says we're going to get help. That means you have to deny your pride and snatch your family back. Do not wait on her. You are the man of the house. And you have to snatch it back. Snatch it back. It's time for us to not be so nice and for us to look the enemy in the face and stop being scared and saying, I am going to snatch what is so dear to my heart. Come here, Judas. That means if you lost your joy, you got to stop looking and going to things that are going to leave you empty. It's time to snatch that joy back. It's time to be a little vicious because we have been too much, too passive. I am sick and tired. Are you sick and tired of the enemy trying to play with your family? I need a church that is sick and tired right now. We, we are not on the back lines. We are on the front lines. The enemy will not have the identity of my family. The enemy will not have the identity of my kids. The culture would not tell my kids who they are. The God will tell them who they are. The enemy, the enemy would not tell my kids if they're male or female. No, no. They're fearfully and wonderfully made in Christ Jesus. I'm here to tell you that we need to stop playing games. We need to look at what the enemy and culture is telling and come against it. We can't be on Facebook being Facebook warriors. No, we got to be on the front line to say, as for me and my house, we will. We will. Not as for me and my house, we might. As for me and my house, we will. We make a decision. We stand by it. As for me and my house, Sundays will be a place where my family comes and goes after Christ. We need to stop playing games because the enemy is playing games in our culture right now. As for me and my house, my kids will be covered by the Holy Spirit. But that takes each and every one of us, mom and dad, grandmothers, aunts and uncles, intentional in our baby's lives. If we're not intentional in their lives, 
their lives will be intentional into culture. Come on. I, it's blatant. He's not hiding anymore. I know some of you don't watch the news, and that's good. It's probably good for you. But you go on so go anywhere. You can't even go in a shopping center anymore. The attack is on the family. And the attack, slightly, if you don't see it, it's on men. He can strip what God's intention is with the man. He can put a, a polluted version of it, and we lose the balance of what God has called us to be. I'm sick and tired of, of babying anymore. Our online campus, this is, this is what we, we stand for what the Bible says. I don't care if you don't come to my church. As for me in my house, in this house, we will stand on the truth of God's word. Whatever God's word says, that's what we do. Because we're people of action and not words. There's too many people are just saying words, all words, words, words. Words don't mean jack. Unless you put some action to it. So what it, what's this message all about? I'm here to tell you. Let's stand up. Let's be who God's called us to be and be people of action. So as Benaniah was doing this, do you understand when you stand up for what is right, God rewards it? God rewards it? Because what it says in verse 22 says, many were the exploits of Benaniah. He was too one of the famous of the three warriors and he was put in charge of the bodyguards of David, if I want anybody to protect me, it ain't going to be somebody that don't have know about action. David said, I trust Ben and I because I seen what, not what I heard what he can do. I seen what he can do. And when I, what I see that he did, now I put him on the most precious thing, which is my life. He's going to be my bodyguard. Not only my bodyguard, in charge of all of my bodyguards. I'm putting my life in the hands of Benaniah. Why? Because of what I saw he did more than what I heard he did. When you do what is right and stand up for what is right and be a person of action, God elevates action. He was looked in a high esteem. He was respected and close to David. Well done is better than well said. How do I know? The last one, Matthew chapter 25, verse 23. His master said to him, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little, and I will set you over much enjoy enter into joy of the master one day we're going to face Jesus like there's still a heaven and a hell <laughs> and he's going to look at you and say well done 
not. He ain't going to be like, hey, you had a thought of being good. Come into heaven. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well done, my good and faithful servant. We have to be intentional with what we do. We need to be people of action in our life. We have to tear down the things that are trying to tear us down. We got to go after the things that we're trying to hide in a pit. We got to go after the lion. And we got to snatch some things back from the enemy that is trying to take us down. It is time for us to be who God called us to be. No more passive choice. It is time for us to be people of Wasn't that an amazing message? If you'd like to help partner with us to push this mission forward here in Lakeland, Florida, you can go to axioschurch.com, and in the giving tab, you can give a one-time donation or a reoccurring gift. We are so thankful for all of you that have decided to join us this morning and meet every Sunday, and we can't wait to see you next time. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, turn on your post notifications, and make sure you're tuned in to everything that Axios Church has to offer.